Another Thursday, another Locked on NFL Thursday. Alex Clancy, Tyler Rowland. Thursday night preview, Steelers, Vikings, meh. I'm excited about the new playoff implications, the playoff strategies, what has to happen for specific teams to get in. We'll hit that. And also, there's a bunch of bad teams in the NFL. Which are Tyler and my top three that you're most excited about for the next five years? We'll hit all that and more on this episode of Locked on NFL Thursday. Let's roll, baby! You are Locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. My favorite 30 minutes every week. Yes, I host a show with Bo Brock, Locked On Cardinals. Yes, Tyler Rowland hosts his own Locked On Titans daily. But this is my favorite 30 minutes every week. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Tyler Rowland, Locked On Titans. Make up Locked On NFL Thursday. Thank you for making Locked On NFL your first listen every day. Tyler, we've got a jam-packed show today. Okay? It's week 14, baby. Okay, so... This is the time of NFL season when people start to appreciate the NFL again. It's the first month. It's the last month. In the middle, yep. it's always the middle child. Like, you say you're going to appreciate it, but you never do. You never mm -hmm. appreciate it like you're supposed to. And then you find week 14, and you're like, oh, no, I should have appreciated it more. Maybe in 2022. One thing we do appreciate is what this episode is brought to you by, Stat Hero. Stat Hero is revolutionizing the daily football, the daily sports thing. It's you versus the house. It's not you versus tens of thousands of other people trying to make some cheese. It's you versus the house. Okay. Right now, sign up for free at stathero.com backslash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. Let's jump into this game so we can get it over with. You know, this is kind of an ugly game for the top feeders, for the one percenters of the NFL playoff race, as Tyler and I are with the Titans and the Cardinals, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Minnesota Vikings, two teams you probably don't want to see as the six or seven seed, but also mm -hmm. two teams you'd probably be happy at seeing the six or seven seed as it relates to other teams that could be taking those spots. Tyler, have, is there a team in the NFL that has more faces than the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, maybe the Tennessee Titans who can beat the very best teams in the NFL and then lose to the very uh, worst teams in the NFL. But Minnesota is definitely up there and they, they deserve, uh, they deserve all of the credit that, uh, they're going to get for that two faced nature of their team. But here's one thing we can't say that we don't appreciate the NFL season enough and then not be excited for this football game. I know both these teams are not the best teams in the NFL, but I am hyped to watch this matchup. Both these teams are fighting for their playoff lives. The Steelers have been playing better football of late as they got, you know, some of their guys back, especially on defense. Minnesota, like we just talked about, while being a two-faced team, they can lose to the Detroit Lions. They're also the team that can beat the Green Bay Packers. 
So I think that will make it a very exciting football game to watch, and I think it'll be more exciting than what we got on Monday night with it being in the Dome there in Minnesota. So I'm really excited for this game. The Vikings are three-and-a-half-point favorites. I would take all of the points and take the Steelers in that scenario personally. But, you know, you got Big Ben's last stand. The teams, you know, Mike Zimmer might be on his way out as coach. I mean, any day. You would not be surprised to hear that Mike Zimmer got canned by the Vikings. So all those storylines going into it, I mean, the Vikings could be without Dalvin Cook. They'll definitely be without Alvin Thielen. I think it's going to be really tough for Minnesota to pull this off against a Steelers team that's, that's kind of playing their best football of the season right now. So I think the Steelers win this game. What what are your thoughts on the outcome? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's about right. You know, you now need to look for teams from now through the playoffs, teams that can play in the cold. And the Steelers are a team that can play in the cold. They are yes. like they are vastly undermanned at quarterback with the amount of weapons they have on the outside. I mean, with Chase Clay, like Ben Roethlisberger three or four years ago when he had the career renaissance of just throwing for 5,000 yards and a bunch of touchdowns and, you know, the whole thing, that Big Ben would be perfect for this for this roster. Pat Freymouth in, Freymouth in the in the middle. Deontay Johnson is probably the most undervalued wide receiver in the NFL. I draft him on my fantasy team every single year. He's gotten over the, um, the injury humps. And Najee Harris mm -hmm. is as advertised. The defense is yep. going to be the defense when it gets cold, so you're right. I'd rather face, like if in a perfect world of 1-32 to 32 in one conference, I'd rather face the Vikings in the playoffs than the Steelers mm -hmm. because the Steelers yes. can go anywhere and play football. They could beat you 9-6, yeah. and they could probably put up a 30-burger from time to time and win games if the defense turns you over. But yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh in this matchup. I love football, so no game is bad. It's just more like the actual playoff implications are more, is there going to be a team that makes it? as opposed to jockeying for position towards the higher... Look at us becoming elitists. Just in front of everybody's right, very right. eyes. Playoff elitists. But yeah, three well, points. I would definitely take Pittsburgh in the points. Yeah, Minnesota... I mean, I want to call this a loser-leaves-town game. Uh, I mean, Minnesota <laughs> may already be in trouble with being at 5-7 and seven in the NFC, but I, I think that it is for certain a loser-leaves-town game. Whoever loses this game, I think their playoff chances are done. Whoever wins is still in the hunt. So that in itself will make it a pretty interesting game from uh, from that standpoint. For sure. Uh, and, you know, that that's a button I think we both agree. Um, it's going to be for who's going to be the six or seven seed in the different conferences. Stay in that race, right. even though it's deeper in the AFC, much deeper than the NFC at this point. Coming up next, the segment that we're probably going to feature from now until through week 18, which is the best. This is where the nerddom comes out in football. And it's an everybody, it, it's an everybody encapsulated nerd share where when this time comes, playoff scenarios are, are it's always one of the best stories to talk about. We're going to hit it deep early in the second segment next. But first, Stat Hero. I talked about Stat Hero to kick off the show. I'm going to talk about him again, damn it. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better, obviously. But traditional family, uh, fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you're up against. There's tens of thousands of people. You know, it, it's not really for you. Sat Hero is the first-of-its-kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head -head fantasy matchups, winner-take-all. And here's the crazy part. 
Stat Hero shows you their lineups before you play, and you can handpick the team you want to face one-on-one. This never-before-seen innovation of a fantasy sports and sports betting hybrid has Stat Hero players clocking odds that are over four times better. Sign up for free right now at stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on. Use promo code locked on for a 100% deposit match. One more time. Everybody say it with me now. Stathero.com slash locked on. Promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Football fans, we are going to continue this Thursday edition of the Locked On NFL podcast. We just broke down the Thursday night football matchup between the Steelers and the Vikings. Now let's look at some playoff implications and how certain teams can clinch either the division or their playoff spot. And we're going to start in a familiar place for you, Alex, as you are the host of the Locked On Cardinals podcast, the Arizona Cardinals. And let me just say this up front. The three teams that we're going to talk about are all in the NFC. The AFC, outside of like two teams, they're all, or three teams with the Jets, the Jags, and the Texans. Basically, every other team in the AFC is separated by about two games. So, nobody's clinching anything in the AFC this week. But three NFC teams do have the opportunity. And like I said, we will start with Arizona. Now, Arizona sits at 10-2. and But with the Rams being right behind them at... Uh, eight and four, I do believe, is where the Rams mm-hmm. sit at. The, the, the Cardinals can't quite clinch the division yet, but they can secure their playoff spot, and here's how they do it. Number one, win. If Arizona wins, then they're going to be able to be in because they play the Los Angeles Rams on Monday night football. What Ooh. a football game. If we're going to be elitist football watchers, that <laughs> is the game For us. So if the Cardinals win that game against the Rams, they are in the playoffs one way or another. If not, a Minnesota Vikings loss or tie combined with a San Francisco 49ers loss would get the job done. Of course, Minnesota playing against Pittsburgh. San Francisco goes on the road to play against Cincinnati. The third option for Arizona Minnesota loss or tie. New Orleans Saints, who are playing against the Jets loss or tie, and then a Carolina Panthers who are playing against the Falcons, loss or tie. So things are getting a little little more difficult. And then finally for Arizona, if San Francisco loses, New Orleans loses or ties, Atlanta and Carolina tie in their game, then Arizona is in as well. Obviously, the easiest route for the Cardinals is just to win their game. Now it's a tough game against Los Angeles, so that remains to be seen. For Green Bay, Green Bay can clinch the NFC North, the NFC North, their division, with a win, and then Minnesota losing or tying. That seems very likely to me with Green Bay going up against Chicago this week. And then the second scenario is Green Bay tying their game and then Minnesota losing their game. Now, Green Bay can clinch their playoff spot and not necessarily the division. If they win, New Orleans gets a loss or a tie and San Francisco loses. Or if Green Bay wins, New Orleans gets a loss or a tie. The Rams get a loss, which the Cardinals would have to help in. And San Francisco gets a tie. So it gets more difficult as we go down. And then finally, Tampa Bay, who sits at 9-3, and three, just like Green Bay. They can win the NFC South if they win. New Orleans lose or ties. 
the Jets, and then Carolina loses or ties to the Falcons. Tampa Bay can clinch their playoff spot alone if they win or tie. Carolina loses, New Orleans loses, Minnesota loses, San Francisco loses or ties, and Washington football team loses or ties to the Dallas Cowboys. So what we want to do here with all that laid out now, all those things, which of these teams has the best chance to clinch their playoff spot? Alex, you got a dog in the fight with the Cardinals, so I'm going to go first. My pick is not the Cardinals. I think beating the LA Rams is going to be a difficult task. I actually think that the Packers have the easiest route, and although it's not fully in their hands, I really truly do believe that Pittsburgh is going to smack Minnesota on Thursday night. I think Pittsburgh's winning that game outright. I feel very confident. I also feel very confident that Green Bay is going to win their game against the Bears, and with in my mind, both of those outcomes I feel very confident about. I'm going to say that the Packers have the best chance of securing their playoff spot and in turn securing the NFC North. I believe the Packers win, the Steelers beat the Vikings, and the Packers clinch the division. Alex, out of Green Bay, Arizona, and Tampa Bay, which do you think has the easiest route to clinching this weekend? I mean, the NFC North is the new AFC East. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it's one, like the fact that the Packers can clinch their division week 14 blows my mind. I'll probably say the Packers too. I mean, even though the Cardinals, All the Cardinals got to do is win. Yeah. Um, you know, this isn't locked on Cardinals, man. You know, like it, it's, and even though like, and the Cardinals don't play well at home compared to them on the road, they're seven and oh on the road, on, on the road. They've lost their two games at home. One of which was without Kyler Murray, but I just think. It's Green Bay just for the sheer fact of their opponent, you know. Um, and the Cardinals can still clinch a playoff spot with the Minnesota and San Francisco loss, which is possible. I've I I went cross-eyed when you went over all of those out of excitement and confusion, which is fantastic. It's the perfect mix. It always reminds. Have you you've seen basketball, right? The movie Basketball. You're younger than me, yeah. So it it reminds me of the the um, Kenny Main. Uh, playoff scenario bit that he had where it's like, and if, if no winner is crowned, there's going to be uh potato sack races on consecutive Sundays until a winner is crowned. Like th that's what this time of year reminds me of, which is fantastic. I will say green Bay, even though it's, it's splitting hairs at this point and it's definitely first world problems. Uh, and week 14 talking about playoff positioning and, and clinching a playoff spot. We do. Okay. So we're going to be full on elitists. This Thursday, it looks like, uh, you know, my microphone wasn't ready to go. So it may not be elite, but we definitely are when it comes to watching football. But with that being said, it is time to move on to the final segment of our Thursday show where me and Alex always have a little bit of fun. And we are going to talk about some of the teams that maybe aren't going to make the playoffs and who we would rather be as a team for the next five years. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys about On Location. Super Bowl 56 is at SoFi and less than 100 days away. On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from the elite experiences available, featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit Yum. On Location EXP. Yeah, you can't miss out on the Wolfgang Puck experience. <laughs> Visit On Location, exp 
com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's on location, E-X-P, slash.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. Also, got to tell you guys about betonline.ag. BetOnline has a brand new updated website with more odds, props, and lines than ever before. BetOnline is your number one spot to bet all the football action as we march towards the playoffs. But it's not just football. They have pro and college basketball, NHL, boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino game. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available. Go to betonline.ag today, sign up, use the promo code locked on. That's one word locked on. You're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's free money from betonline.ag. Betonline where the game starts. All right, final segment. This is usually the one where we put our, you know, genius minds together, our red beards proverbially together and come up with a segment that isn't just run-of-the-mill boring-ass football talk. Um, And this is what we came up with today. Which team, I guess let's say one so we can expound, which team that's under 500 as it currently sits are you the most excited about for the next five seasons? And that's not just, ooh, I like their colors. It's more like which team are you excited about to see have some sort of a meteoric rise from bottom dweller in some capacity to actually being deep playoff push potential? Tyler, would you like me to go first or do you want to go first? Go ahead. Lead us off. Okay. Uh, this is kind of cheating. There's a couple different that I, that I went with that I thought about here. Um, but the one that I landed on is the Philadelphia Eagles. And the reason why is the NFC East is always a crapshoot. Doesn't matter if there is a, you know, aside from the fact that Dallas went 13 and three a couple of years ago, the Washington professional football team won the division last year with Taylor Heineke towards the tail end of the season. Okay. So it mm-hmm. seems to be the biggest crapshoot division across the landscape of the NFL year in and year out. The anchor for my reasoning is the Eagles have three first round picks next year. Now, does this mean that they're going to hawk two of them for a star if they want to trade for Russell Wilson or if they believe in Jalen Hurts or whatever? I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts. I don't think Jalen Hurts is a good NFL quarterback. I just don't. You can talk about fantasy football. That's fine. They can't put up points on the board consistently with Jalen Hurts. Look what happened with Gardner Minshew last weekend. I know the opponent, but still, they have three first-round picks. That is a complete etch-a-sketch do over if they want. Do you want your defense to be the strength? Do you want your offense to be the strength? Whatever. It seems like Nick Sirianni has an idea of how to be an NFL head coach when it didn't seem like that initially. I think it's the Eagles and the main anchor for it is the fact that they get an Oakland Raider three leg up of three first round picks. And I said Oakland Raiders because they were still in Oakland at the time. Three first round picks. And if they don't miss miss them up, those are going to be three pillars for that team in perpetuity. So I'm saying the Eagles. What about you? Uh, I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos. So I think that the Broncos are Tampa Bay waiting to happen, basically. Hmm. Uh, If they were to get Aaron Rodgers, I think the Broncos are the Super Bowl favorite next year based on what the AFC looks like right now, Uh, or Deshaun Watson or Russell Wilson for that matter. 
They have a great cast of wide receivers. They have Sutton. They have Judy. They have Tim Patrick. I like Noah Fant. Javante Williams, good young player, good young running back. I think they have some pieces on the offensive line like Miners. I think Bowles, when healthy, is a good tackle. You look at the defense. Uh, obviously, they have Bradley Chubb. He's a good player. What they have in the secondary was Sertan. I think that they have a lot of young, good pieces. They have a really solid defense. They have a good set of weapons on offense with a couple additions on the offensive line, a couple additions on the defensive line into the linebacker group. I think, you know, Justin Simmons is in the secondary as well. They have a ton. Bryce Callahan's a good player when healthy. They have a ton of talent in Denver, and I think that they're a quarterback away. Now, the one issue that pops up in my head on Denver is Fangio, Vic Fangio. Because while I think that he is one of the greatest defensive minds that we have seen in recent memory, I do not think that he is a good NFL head coach. I don't think he's bad, but I don't think he's good either. He's a run-in-the-mill guy who's replaceable. The problem is you get rid of him. Does the defense suffer? I don't know. But if they can get the right head coach in there and they can get one of these stud quarterbacks that they've been flirting with for the past, you know, six months or what have you in, in the back into the last offseason. I think the Denver Broncos are a star quarterback away from a Super Bowl run. I think they have a ton of talent on their roster and it all comes, if they do land that superstar quarterback, like I really think Denver is the perfect place for Aaron Rodgers. I just think it's perfect. I, I, John Elway is there. He knows how to accommodate an already legendary quarterback and make him feel at home. Rodgers kind of seems like the type of guy who's all zenned out. He might like the smog in Denver. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like I said, he's got the weapons. Rodgers couldn't complain there. The young running back who still has tread. The weapons on defense. Fangio is the big question mark to me, but if the Broncos land one of those superstar quarterbacks, Watson, Wilson, or Rodgers, I think that they have a chance to go straight to the Super Bowl like Tampa Bay did with Tom Brady. That's really good. That's a good answer. And then you look at the AFC West with Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and another stud quarterback. I mean, that could go division. down as the best. Yeah, and I mean, it's pretty incestuous also regardless of record. Like Denver can win games. The Raiders can win games depending on you know whether it's on the road or not. Now, um, I'm going to throw a monkey wrench in here because we have a couple of minutes left. Which team are you least excited about for the future? I'm going to go first so I can give you a minute because we didn't prep this before. And this is kind I of just... I have a feeling I know what your answer is. I'm excited yeah, for this. I've, Let's I've, yeah. I've talked about it for the last two and a half months. Actually, before the regular yep. season started, it's the Seattle Seahawks. And the reason yep. why is they are going to fire sell everybody. Jamal Adams on IR out for the year. Russell Wilson isn't happy there. I'm sorry, Corbin Smith. Like, I love you, bud. I love doing podcasts with you. I love talking about sports. He does not want to be there. He does not want to be there. He's just too nice to say it. And we're going to find out right away. What they what their future is. It could be Pete Carroll retire, John Schneider fired, trade Russell Wilson, trade Bobby no Bobby Wagner probably stay, trade Jamal Adams. Uh, I think that they Who should trade DK Metcalf too. Nobody's taking Jamal Adams. No It'll be for pennies on the dollar, not the two first and right. a third or whatever, and a player mm -hmm. that they gave up for him. They need draft picks and they need them yesterday. So I would yeah. immediately get rid of everybody, start over, start fresh. And I do not want to be the Seattle Seahawks for the next decade, maybe, come this offseason. What about you? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that we're each taking, uh, like, for the for the team we want to be the next five years, you took NFC, I took AFC. You just went NFC. 
And I'm going to go AFC again, which is kind of funny because the teams we cover are in those conferences as well. So uh, we're staying comfortable here. But for me, uh, my answer is the Cleveland Browns. I think they don't have any weapons on Whoa. offense right now. Uh, I mean, the running backs are good. But the, in my opinion, the running backs are so good as a function of the offensive line. Conklin just had a very serious injury. Okay. And he's probably not going to come back to Cleveland now. You know, there's a good chance that they would walk away from him. <coughs> Excuse me. This offseason. No Odell Beckham. And we can talk all we want about Odell Beckham and his shortcomings and the diva that he is. But he was a talented wide receiver, an NFL level wide receiver, at least. If Jarvis Landry is your best wide receiver, you're not making a playoff run. You're just not. On defense, they have some good pieces, but. Are you going to get healthy Jadavian Clowney two years in a row? Their secondary has had a ton of injuries, a ton of injuries. Uh, Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa is a really good player, but he's mm-hmm. already been super banged up, and he was a medical issue in the draft, and that's what caused him to fall. So I see a lot of injury concerns for Cleveland, and when you play that physical pounding style of football, it takes a toll on your locker room. And I think that with Baker Mayfield's uncertainty, he's never going to have a better year than than what he's had here recently. People are only going to get more tape on what Stefanski wants to do. I do not believe that the Cleveland Browns, I, I, I guess I believe that the Cleveland Browns are further away right now from being what they want to be than they have been in the last two years. So I well, think that Cleveland is on their way back down right now. Let me ask you, though, before we get out of here, just a qualifying question. Like, do you think it could be the other way? Sure. The offensive line definitely is – come on. I mean, it's the offensive line. But what if you had a quarterback like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers that keeps corners honest and keep linebackers honest in coverage, which could open up Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb? Like, if you're not going to try and do that, why would you keep anybody? And just – because Nick Chubb is going to warrant Alvin Kamara money. You know, or maybe let's say Derrick Henry money because they're closer to the same running back than Alvin Kamara. He's yep. kind of, you know, the Swiss Army knife. Right, right. Do you Those pay Nick Chubb because million. you have to? Like, Well, th- that's the problem is they're in purgatory right now, and I think it's because of Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield mm-hmm. is not good enough to get them to the promised land, but he's good enough to make them competitive. And what happens when you pay quarterbacks money like that? You get stuck. You get stuck. So I think that the Browns are just stuck right now and they don't have enough to push them over the edge. And what we're, we're going to look back two years from now, Baker's going to be looking like a run-of-the-mill average quarterback in the middle, and we're going to be like, dang, the Browns looked so promising a few years ago. They're the Browns again. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they do have some of the best jerseys in football, so you have to give them credit for that. They're always, you know, and they've got some of the best Classic. fans in football too. I mean, because, I mean. They do, they do. Yeah, uh, Alex Clancy, locked on Cardinals. Tyler Rowland. Locked on Titans. We make up Locked on NFL Thursday. Thank you to everybody making Locked on NFL your first watch. Uh, Make sure to make Locked on Bets your second watch. Your boy Q, Lee Steinberg, they give you all the juicy details of all things sports betting. Check them out. Free and available everywhere you find your podcast. We'll talk to you guys next Thursday.